praise the Lord. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you this wonderful day, um, this wonderful uh, morning. Uh, sorry, I'm starting really late today. Um, let us just bow down our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We honor you because you are God. You are our reason for our living. You are our sustainer. You are our all and all. We give you glory. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your mercies, and your kindness to us and our families. We just want to say we appreciate you. We are grateful, O oh God, for the privilege, O oh God, of knowing you. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful day in Jesus' name. As we go into your word, we pray, O oh God, that you speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are welcome to another session of Knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus is a program where we study the daily devotionals from Holiness Revival Movement. Holiness Revival Movement is a movement set by that is ordained by God and set up by God under the leadership of Pastor Paul Ricker. The international director of the office is in Abuja. Just wanted to give you that little opening so that you know where uh, Holiness Revival Movement is based. And they have uh, a units and chapters all around the world in America, in Europe, in the UK, in Australia, all around the world. Hallelujah. It's a movement that you can join. You might still be a member of your church and still join the movement so that you can get to know more about God. You can get to know more of God's word. Holiness Revival Movement is uh, has a purpose to bring back holiness, righteousness and truth to the body of Christ. And that is the only way we can make heaven to bring back the truth of God's word, the truth of God's word that has been lost by in over the years to um, to worldly values, the truth of God's word that a lot of men of God, uh, so-called men of God have put aside in the, in the race for popularity, in the race for money, in the race of wealth, in the race of building themselves empires in God's kingdom. You know, so Holiness Revival Movement is a movement to bring about holiness with righteousness and truth. I recommend that you join, you know, even though you are a member of your church, so that you can hear this truth that will be able to help you curtail your love and pattern your life after the life of a true Christian, a true Christian that God wants you and I to be, the true Christian that is waiting for the rapture, the true Christian that will be raptured at the end when the Lord Jesus Christ comes. I have been able to show you some books, some tracts before, and I will still recommend a couple of them to you, even if you are still making up, trying to make up your mind, you are still not sure if you want to or not. There are some certain books that I will still recommend to you to read so that you can have an insight. One of the first book I will recommend to you before we go into God's word this morning is Escaping Hellfire and Entering Heaven Made Simple. If you have not read this book, I will please advise you to read this book. A lot of people close their mind. If the book is not by their pastor, if the book is not by their GO, the book is not by their GS, they are not interested. But I'll tell you the truth, my friend. If you continue to close your mind like that, you might miss out something that is very important that you need to do. You need to hear for you to be able to pattern yourself according to God's word. Please look for this book. You can DM me and I can still send you a message. Another book I want to recommend to you is Complete Holiness is Obedience and Submission to God's Word. Complete Holiness is Obedience and Submission to God's Word. I will recommend this book to you. They are all by Pastor Paul Rica. If you can borrow this book and read, you begin to see things that you didn't know, things that you love, you have not heard 
heard about for the past 20 years churches has not been talking about these days they've just left it they've forgotten about completely about what it is to be holy they've defined holiness as something different i will recommend this book to you another book i will recommend to you I will recommend to you Divine Revelation and Scriptural Exposition on Believers Holiness including an Adornment. Please, so as many of you that are still want, don't want to believe in the, the clothing that a Christian lady or Christian should dress or should put on and you have come to believe that it does not matter what you wear, it does not matter that it's your heart, please you need to read this book and you need to go back to God's word. Remember that it is not your values, it is not your will that will take you to heaven. You might call yourself a your Christian but you are you, you are doing you are dressing as you will you are dressed you're doing as you will it is not god's will so you need to find out what is god's will how does god want me to look how does god want me to dress the external your external part is as much important as your internal part one of the things that book i will also recommend to you is pure and corrupt dance in the bible there, uh, there is what is called pure dance there's what is called corrupt dance and if you are constantly partaking in a corrupt dance you know we see a lot of dances in the church now people they bring in the styles of the world and they begin to dance those dance steps that the worldly entertainers are are doing they begin to dance and in the church you know what does god think about it how would god judge that can you really do you really think you will make heaven when you are dancing the steps that um all this i don't even know them Bonaboy, all of them. I, I don't know. Most of them, you know, you, you bring those steps, that steps into the church. How does that affect you? Some of you will say it does not matter. I am just giving God glory. After all, David danced and he, he was naked and all of that. So you give excuses like that, you know, and all of that. So, but David did not dance a traditional dance. He did not dance. You don't know what dance David danced. The Bible says he danced unto God a lot. And if God had approved him, that means his dance was was pure. We were not there. Another thing I feel as if you will learn a lot from is this. This book is a very small book, sorry. The key of your life is in your hand. The key of your life is in your hand. These books are very, very important. Please, I want you, if you watch this and you want to know more about especially they make the heaven made it simple. If you want to know, please, I want you to text me and I will be able to get those books to you. The first five people that can text me, okay, I'm interested in this book, I'm interested in that book, I will send it to you free of charge. The first five people that will be able to text me consigning the escaping hell, fire, and entering heaven made simple. The first five people that can text me and ask me for that book i will send it to you free of charge i also so put it on my page anybody that is interested in that book the first five people that can say please can you send me this book i would really like to i will send it to you give me your address as long as you live in the united kingdom or in europe i will send it to you free of charge god bless you so much this morning we are talking about a simple topic it says love is kind and generous love is kind and generous what is love the bible tells us that god is love in first corinthians chapter 13 it tells us a lot about what love is it tells us that if i have let us go to first corinthians 13 before we come 
to today's uh, um, scripture and then you see the basis for which today's teaching is based first corinthians chapter 13 and none of you know this i'm going to read do i speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity i am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and do i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and do i have all faith so that i could remove mountains and have no charity i am nothing and do i bestow all my goods to feed the poor and do i give my body to be born and have no charity it profited me nothing charity suffered long and is kind charity envied not charity vaunted not itself is not puffed up charity does not behave itself unseemly seeketh not our own is not easily provoked thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in iniquity but rejoiceth in the truth beareth all things believeth all things opened all things endureth all things charity never be failed but whether there be prophecies they shall fail whether there be thorns they shall cease whether there be knowledge it shall vanish away i wanted to set that background for you to know what charity charity is love it talks about it's giving us the, the, the quality qualities of charities one it, do, it suffers long two is kind does not envy does not bound up itself and is puffed up i am better does not behave itself unseemly in a very very funny way behave itself and you begin to why is this person behaving like this does not seek our own me i want to be popular i want to be known and then does not care about that is not easily provoked gets angry over any little thing does not think any evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoiced in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hoped all things, endureth all things. Those are the qualities of charity. And today we're talking about love is kind. One of the one of the qualities, kindness and generosity. That charity have. And our text this morning, Second Corinthians chapter eight. I'm going to quickly read from verse one to fifteen. Say, moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in the great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record here, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministry of to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God, in so much that we desire Titus, and as he had begun, so he, he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore, as ye abound in everything in faith and in utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. I speak not by the commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others and to prove the sincerity of your love. For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that yet though his poverty became, might be rich. And herein I give my advice for this is expedient for you who have begun before not only to do but also to be forward a year ago now therefore perform the doing of it that as there was a readiness to will so there be, may be a performance also of that which ye have for if there be first a willing mind it is accepted according to that a man had and not according to that he had not for i mean not that not that other men be eased and ye burden but by an equality that now as 
at this time your abundance may be as a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality, as it is written, he that gathered much had nothing over, and he that gathered little had no lack. Now, in this passage, Paul was writing to the Corinthians brethren, and there are a couple of things that I noted that he wrote to the Corinthians brethren one when he was writing to them. He was telling the Corinthians, he was actually encouraging Corinthian brethren to partake in giving. And one of the things he said to the Corinthians brethren, he said that he told them about another church, the church that was a giver. He told them that that church, they were poor. That church, they didn't have anything. They had many trials and tribulations in maybe their city. They were being persecuted and all of that, and they were very poor. But there was something that was peculiar about that church. They were filled with abundant joy and they were generous. Even though they were going through trials and tribulation, even though they were very poor, they were very generous and they were filled with abundant uh, joy. And he told them that they gave the first thing that they did it's because there's a lot of times in the church we see a lot of people giving. People will come from a phonic adultery life and come and give. People will come from Yahoo Yahoo life and come and give. People will come from fraudulent life and come and give of the seed from those those practices that is is an abomination to God. He said they first gave themselves. Please note, giving is wonderful. Giving to God is beautiful and has great rewards. But the first thing that God wants you to do is to first give yourself. If you have not been able to give yourself, any money you give is a waste. Because if you have not given yourself to God, it is very unlikely that you will make heaven. And the rewards that you have you have put down by giving, you will not inherit, inherit it. There is one of the visions that a lot of people have seen that have had the opportunity to visit heaven is that there are mansions in heaven that the occupants, the real owners of those mansions are in hell. So they were busy doing the works of virtue, giving and all of that stuff they were doing, but their lives were not right. So the first thing as a believer you need to make sure is that your life must be right with God. You must first give of yourself. I took some time this morning in my daily, my time of study. I was looking at, what, okay, what does it mean to actually give yourself? Because there was a word that Jesus Christ said in John chapter I was reading John chapter 10 this morning when the Lord Jesus Christ is going to talk about it. He said, he said I call my, I call my, my sheep, hears my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. He said, they hear my voice. You understand? And I know them. So, Lord, how do you know them? Because they have followed the Lord. Because they have taken up their cross. They have followed Jesus Christ. At first, told us, if any man wants to follow me, let him take up his cross and follow me. They have followed him. That means they have surrendered us. How do you surrender yourself? How do you give all? How do you give yourself to God? You know, my one, he said, no one complete obedience to God's word. Complete, are you in complete obedience? Because a lot of people say, Oh, I've given my life to Christ, I've given myself to God. Are you living in complete obedience to God's word? I have, I think, one of the messages that we I, I taught, one of the, the teachings, the daily devotionals, a couple of days is complete and total obedience. Are you living a life of complete obedience to God? If you are not living a life to complete, you have not taken up your cross. Because a lot of people feel that I have given my life to Christ, I am going to church, I am doing, I am, after all, I'm giving my tithes and my offering. But so, what do you mean by surrender, complete surrender? I have taken up my cross and following Christ. To take up your first cross, I realize to take up your cross to means that one, you should be ready to die for the sake of the gospel. If a, a God man comes to you right now and say, Look, deny the Lord Jesus Christ, all I will shoot you. What would you do? 
to be completely given and surrendered to God, you must be ready to die for the gospel. You must be ready to preach the gospel no matter the circumstances and the situations that you are facing. You So you cannot be saying, oh, I don't want to offend people. You must preach the word of God. You are a watchman to preach the word of God. You must be ready to die for the scripture. You must be ready to preach the gospel no matter what. So one of the things Paul was writing to, about to, the Colonel, he was talking about the Macedonian brethren, so the uh, Corinthians brethren, he said that what they first gave themselves to God. They first gave themselves, that means they surrendered their life to total obedience to God's word, total obedience to his will, total obedience to what God wants us to do, not what you want to do, not what you think you should do, not what your pastor, your GO or your GS has told you, but what the word of God says you should do. So they first gave themselves in total obedience. After they've given themselves, then they, well, they then gave of their gifts. They gave themselves, then they gave of their gifts. Praise the Lord. And he told the Corinthians, so they gave, so in other words, he's telling them that check yourself give yourself totally to god once when you give your life it will be easier for you to give gifts and he reminded them that it was even you that even brought up this idea a year ago if you go down to verse 10 he said and i here i gave my advice for this is expedient for you for you you who have begun before not only to do but also to be a forward a year ago say so, yeah last year well you know the one that said let us give together let us help those churches that are in need those people that are in need you know but you seem to have slacked all of a sudden you seem to have backslidden if you had read corinthians you see that all through corinthians paul was correcting them in one thing or the other there was one thing or the other he was talking about they were doing a lot of things that were wrong and paul was trying to bring these things to them and said, you started this, you know, what is it that you are not kind of uh, uh, gone back? Of course, if you don't have, it is acceptable because he, he said it. He went and he, to he said, if you do not have, you should give of that which you have. So you cannot say, oh, I'm going to give 1,000 pounds. Well, you know you don't have 1,000 pounds. You have 100. And you tell me that you, I have faith that the 1,000 pounds will come. No, that is not it. That is not what the world said. You give according to what you have. You give what you have. If you have 100, you say, well, I'm giving 50 or I'm giving 40 or I'm giving 20. You give from what you have. Not give from what you say. I am having faith that God will first give me the 1,000 pounds. Then I will give. No, no, no. You give from what you have. So if you don't have, you cannot, you, 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 should, you should not go into debt because you want to give. Because debt is wrong. God doesn't want you to be a debtor. The debtor is a, is, is a slave to the lender. God doesn't want you to be a debtor because you want to give. Do not give what you do not have. Give what you have. But give cheerfully. Give abundantly. Give from your supply. of You know, give according to your, as your heart desires. As your heart tells you to give, give unto God. Love is kind and love is generous. Remember the Lord speaking, Jesus Christ, when they asked him, what are the two, two te- commandments that we must observe? And he said, one, love the Lord thy God with all your heart and your soul and your mind. If you have just read about what love is, love does not seek our own. Love, the love does not vow themselves. Love does not be, does not rejoice in iniquity. It does not, but it rejoices in truth. No love believes all, or hopes all. Love believes that if you are loving God, that means you are loving God, believing that God, you are able to to, to, to bring all, all that you have said concerning me. You are able to bless me. You are able to give me more, more than I can think or imagine. You are able to do more for me, and you're giving with your heart because you love God. And the Paul spoke to the, the, the Corinthians church that we must give, try and give, so that there will be equality. It's not as if only one church is giving and giving and giving, or only one set of people are giving and giving, and the other people are there just sitting down and like throwing their face. No. 
If you have one pound, give. If you have 50p, give. If you have one p, give. If you have 10 pound, give. If you have a hundred, give. Do not start looking at I don't have money or you, you know, they only have, look for have. This is a message even to me, myself. Give from what you have. Give from what you have. Do not borrow to give. Do not give more than what you have. And you say, okay, I'm believing God. God will just give me that money. Then before I will give. Give cheerfully. If you are, if you, if giving 99 pound is cheerful, give it. If given all that, if you have, if you had 100 pounds, one pound to that 99 pound, and when you had that one pound, you become like, it's no more like, hey, I'm giving. And because that, oh, if I give this money now, hey, how am I going to? Don't do that. Because you've already spoiled it. The Bible says you must give cheerfully. So if it is a 50 pound that makes you cheerful, give it. If it's in giving 51 pounds, until you come to that knowledge of sacrificial giving, give so that your giving will not become like a snare that you start saying, Oh, but I don't. If I give this money, how am I going to pay my rent? Then that's not what kind of giving God wants you to give. Unless God has brought you, unless you have come to that level of relationship with Him, where, you are, where He has told you, Give sacrificially for your being, for a particular, for, 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 for Him to show Himself strong in your life. God will not put you in a mess. God will not put you that you'll be hungry and you will be looking for how uh, you will pay your rent. And then because you say, Well, I'm giving to God. No, God, that does not bring glory to God. Give what makes, but give what makes you cheerful. But give. Love is kind. Love is give. What does it mean to be kind? To be kind is to think about others. To be kind is to be considerate about others. Kindness is not to us. Kindness it is outwards. Your kindness is to others. Kindness is to others. Considerate of their feeling, considerate of their situation, considerate of their circumstances, considerate of others. Kindness is not inwards, it is outwards. To be kind is to think about our brothers and sisters, to think about those that are in need, think about those that are going through problems, how are they coping, and to try in your own way to support. So it's not just thinking about them. What are you doing to support, to help them? That is what he talk about. Love is kind. Does not think of itself. He does not behave itself unseemly. May God give you and I that grace to be kind, to be generous this morning. Let us begin to pray, Father Lord God, the grace to be kind, the grace to be generous. Father Lord God, put in my heart, oh God, the grace to be kind. I want to give. Lord God, help me to give. Father Lord God, help me to give. Remove this habit of not giving. Begin to pray, Lord God, I want to give. Lord God, help me to give. Lord God, bless me to give. Lord God, help me to give. Expand me, increase me, increase me, increase my earnings, increase my finances, stabilize my finances. Father, Lord God, I want to give. I want to be a partaker of your blessing. I want to be a partaker of this reward. Lord God, I want to give. Help me to give. Grant me the grace to give, to be kind, to be long-suffering, to be generous. Father, Lord God, to be considerate, to be compassionate. Lord God, a fruit of the spirit let it be evident in my life this morning in the mighty name of jesus and for every one of my viewers every one of my listeners lord god the fruit of the spirit lord god give it unto us the spirit of love the spirit of joy from the spirit of thanksgiving offering on unto you father lord god long suffering patience temperance oh god goodness father lord god gentleness lord god let it be evident in our life this morning anything that is causing us oh god to work contrary to to your word, Lord God, Lord, uproot it from our life. Every
every spirit of anger, every spirit, oh God, of selfishness, every spirit, oh God, of self-centeredness, Lord God, or puts it from our lives in Jesus' name. We cast it out from every one of us, oh God, that is struggling with selfishness, struggling with self-centeredness, struggling, oh God, with this thing that does not allow us to be kind and generous to others. We come against it in the name of Jesus. We cast it out of our lives in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, grant us the grace to give. Grant us the grace to be generous this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. God bless you so much this morning. Thank you for joining me. Remember, as I said, I'm going to announce it again. I'm going to put it on my platform. The first five people that had a request for the book Escaping Hell and Entering Heaven Made Simple is a divine book. You need to read up the first five people. I'm going to send it to you free of charge. Please take note. Take note and please send me. DM me. Ask me. And I will send. And if more, God will provide. And I will send. God bless you so much. Let us just share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit that abide with us now forevermore. Amen. God bless you. I will see you again tomorrow by 8 a.m. Bye.